Like everyone else, I am very, very happy that Kifi D has been arrested for the murder of Tupac Amaru Shakur. And like everyone else who has been following this case for decades, I know that Kifi D was not alone, that this was a textbook conspiracy that involved many, many other people, like gay vampire fluff daddy, dirty rampart cops in the LAPD, gang members in Vegas, and many, many more. But I am very happy still that Kifi D has been arrested, primarily due to famous online cop, DJ Vlad. DJ Vlad is a racist, sexist, black-scented fed, and this is a big kudos for Vlad. So even though I hate him with a passion, as a culture vulture who bashes black women, congratulations. You have played a big role, just as you claim, in the arrest of Kifi D. I am still constantly shocked about how many street smart thugs get on Vlad's show and actually incriminate themselves worse than any police interrogation I have ever heard. I am awed at his expert fed cop skills. But kudos, Keefe D is in jail where he belongs. I just hope that many, many others join him there very soon, especially gay vampire fluff daddy. I love Tupac. Like most people, I was a true, sincere fan of his talent, his skill, and even his regal OBPP bloodline. In 1996, I penned a column for Tupac that appears in my column database called Eloquent Fury at Zanga, X-A-N-G-A. I will always mourn the death of Tupac. And I wrote about it in 1996 and in celebration of the arrest of Kifi D. I'd like to share that with you now. In 2010, I wrote an updated note, which is attached to this column online at Eloquent Fury at Zanga. It says, I miss Tupac every single day. I especially miss how loudly he would be helping me call out CIA billionaire bankster drone Obama for his elitist abuse of poor black people daily. And in 1996, I penned the following that that note was attached to in 2010. I am <clears throat> rarely unable to express my emotions. Penning a eulogy for Tupac Shakur has been an exception to that rule. My feelings about Tupac are passionate and complex. Words seem inadequate when seeking to describe such pain. I did not always like Tupac, but I always loved him. There were times when his machismo seemed maniacal. When he was accused of rape, I was shocked and heartbroken. How could a beautiful poet who pens such womanist classics like Keep Your Head Up, 
Dear Mama, and Brenda's got a baby, violate a sister so heinously. When he was accused of attacking off-duty Atlanta cops, I cheered for him. I never doubted he was acting in self-defense because I lived in that rabidly racist city for seven years. I know the criminal climate of the police state of Georgia. I always respected Tupac for being angry without apology, for being candid without censor, for being Afrocentric and radical without proper reserve. I admire, I admire all persons who refuse to polish their passions for public protocol. Tupac shared the blood of regal revolutionary ancestors, yet this son of Black Panther warriors always seemed to be lost in lesser battles. His vision blurred by capitalist greed and trivial rivalries, his direction skewed by immaturity and absent fatherhood, his spiritual ascension grounded by worldly chaos. Tupac could have kept better company, but he could never have been more gifted as a griot and an actor. He could have fought superior battles, but he could never have been a more fearless warrior. He should have lived longer, but he could never have lived more memorably. In perhaps his most prophetic and autobiographical song, I Ain't Mad At You, Tupac says, I ain't happy here. I know his soul lives eternally in a superior place, and I sincerely hope he is happy there. Unlike the rest of us, Tupac never masked his imperfections. He never camouflaged his confusion. He never apologized for his rage. He was honest and real in an industry and world where such ethics are liabilities. Tupac loved African people. We will never forget that love because we will always love him just as much. Dear Tupac, rest in peace, my beautiful brother. We miss you. We love you. The so-called brothers who killed you are the same cowards who only whine each time a killer cop goes free or a neocon politician enacts a new genocidal law. The day that black men kill their real enemies as secretly, frequently, and easily as they abuse sisters or murder each other is the day that the revolution will come. Repose en paix, mon frère, mon cher frère. Merci. Au revoir.